Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Kezza McDonald. Hello, I'm Ellie Gibson. And this is Extra Life, the video game podcast where we have basically a chill chat. Yeah, that yeah. sounds... I mean, you're making... I feel like that's that's not very exciting or thrilling for the listener, is it? I a dynamic like, chill chat. Yeah. I mean, we might have a fight. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Let's have a row. Actually, anything could happen. Anything could happen. Especially as our guest today is Jamali Maddox. Hi, Jamali. Hey, what's up? How's it going? No, I'm good. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So tell us a bit about what you're up to at the moment in these weird times. They are weird. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, a, very, it's a good adjective to describe the this current situation i'm good man i'm just you know i'm just trying to uh, uh make sure i don't starve to death mm-hmm. in yeah. exchange I've, I've gotten kind of a bit uh i've had to calm down a little bit but when lockdown first happened i was like right i'm a survivalist now and i started <laughs> buying like i bought an air rifle and i bought seeds <laughs> seeds what like crests like what? yeah well, crests yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads of i'm gonna grow i'm gonna grow yeah. an egg head <laughs> Um, you can man survive on crest alone yeah 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 crest <laughs> no I bought yeah I bought some seeds I bought air rifle and I bought uh, a backpack but that's it and uh, so that, <laughs> you put your seeds and your yeah, air yeah, rifle yeah, in the yeah. backpack I just, I just, I just went a bit mad I don't know what happened time. I just went a bit mad this sounds like some weird sort of hybrid of Pokemon and the last of us like I don't <laughs> does, know yeah. Yeah. I want to play yeah. this game I want to play Jamali's survival adventure yeah, that well, sounds it's, not, it's just yeah but yeah I went a bit mad but I've, I've sort of calmed down from that but yeah I've just been working doing little bits and filming little things that might come out soon hopefully and um, uh, is, it a, is it a gardening programme go on spoilers <laughs> it's, a, it's a gardening plus air rifle hunting <laughs> programme on the home channel <laughs> Niche, uh, niche. Very niche. Yeah, hey, listen, man, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to cover all markets these days. Is it um, called? Let me think. Is it? Is it? Perhaps it could be the. I'm, I'm going to pitch it to you now. Jamali um, tries to grow his seeds, but with varying degrees of success. Uh-huh. Crest purposes. What do you think? Does that oh, work? That's, uh, they know, like a pun in TV. Do you apparently. know what? They I'm like so bad at because when you said what's it going to be called, I actually got anxiety because I was like, I can't make puns. <laughs> I, gee, I have like, pun I just, blindness. I just do not like. And when you when you did that, I went, ah, that's magic. Because I just don't have that brain where I can do like, it's like a penguin 
chew. I, like, I just don't have... <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a pun. Yeah, I know, exactly. I just don't <laughs> I have I try and the... do puns, and people are like, that's not a pun. That's just yeah. a word that sounds like another word. I'm like, but, but that's, isn't that what a pun is? Yeah. I have pun blindness as well. It's my major failing as a journalist. It's like, what do you call a dear banker? A buck? It's like, I don't, I just don't, I just don't get it, man. Well, it looks like I'll be carrying this episode, but <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. right, guys. That's cool. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not really selling it. my comic ability here, but it's fine. for the pun-based I've got an air rifle, so at the end of the world, comedy won't be a factor. It'll be preparedness and seeds. So have you been, a lot of people have been playing more video games mm. in 2020. Have you been playing a bit more? Or I too have. busy taking snipers at the Amazon yeah. delivery man. <laughs> Learn how to kill sparrows. No, I um, have a game of, since I was a little kid, since I got my first console. And Which was, I, now this is a key, this is a key personality This was uh, a Sega Mega Drive. Correct. I yep. had a Sega Mega Drive. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and I remember I got it uh, partly because mum and dad had split up at, around that time. And they got me this uh, Sega. I think my mum was trying to console me with a Sega Mega Drive. And I remember I was a little bit happy that they broke See, up. See, you just did... <laughs> Jamali, you just did a pun right there. You just did one. What? She consoled you with a console. Oh, see, I didn't even see it. See, you have got the gift. You I have... Did, did, you're I one of us. I didn't see it. I feel like parental Damn. guilt is a really powerful driver for buying consoles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I, I remember love I got, it. I got bought a Game Boy after I got pneumonia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my parents were like... Okay. Yeah, that's that's Game Boy worthy. Yeah, I had Game Boys. I, but did I have a Game Boy first? I think I might have. No, I didn't know. I had. I might have had a Game Boy. No, I had a Sega Mega Drive. Then I had Game Boy Color. Then I had um, other consoles. I had an N64. But then PlayStation. PlayStation is when that's when the real gaming started. Like mm. I feel like the other ones were play play. Like the once I went PlayStation, I never went any other. I never got Xbox or none of that crap. What was the original question? Have I been playing more? Yes, I started. So I took a big break from gaming actually, just with work and and not really having my own place. But uh, since lockdown happened, I got uh, deep back in the games. Uh, I started downloading kind of niche games. I started playing a Fire Pro Wrestling. Fire Pro? That is yeah. niche. Yeah, yeah. I started playing Fire Pro Wrestling. None of that. None of that WWE no, stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a Japanese wrestling simulator, but it's like really niche. And it's like, it's all about timing and it's all about building the match. And it's weirdly, when you're playing it, it's not about winning the match. It's about trying to build the best match. So you've got to start slow, like it does in real wrestling. And then you've got, then you build to the finishers. And then it's like, you know, what type of finish do you go for? And, you know, then it's all about the drama of the match. And you have to like, if you get like a, a, a close free count but it's you know 2.9 then it's like you, your rating goes higher and it's just about trying to get the I best mean, rated match it's, it's, it's none, I'm, I'm not, none of that showy button mashing yeah. I was gonna say, it's I, really I'm not, complicated I'm not gonna lie to you Jamani that sounds incredibly tedious yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah, fucking yeah. awful yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah, really yeah, bad yeah, yeah, yeah. really, but you, really, you, really dull and it's all about the timing of the button so you've got to do it by sound oh and by it's like it's re- and you know what when I first started playing it I was like this game's awful <laughs> and then I started playing it more and then I just got addicted and then it's like and it's really in depth depth in character creation right. and what a lot of dudes so I went and play, I, I tried to play online and people don't want to play you they just want to play the character they built against your character in sim mode like that's right. what majority of people want to do online they don't want to play you they just want to play your, your sim against their sim it's like a really intense game and I got and then they have like this really um, thorough you can be a promoter like a football manager but for wrestling okay and it's like even, also in fire Pro? yeah yeah it's really in depth to the point that t-shirt sells and what material do you use for the t-shirt? This is a real lockdown is... game, isn't it? This is like I a, got deep into it. Like, I have no time in my I, life. I, I, I started getting into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so I got really bad into it. 
recently. I tried to play Fallout, the latest Fallout again, because I never completed it. And I just realised I just don't really like it. That yeah, Fallout yeah. game. Do you know I what? don't I get on with them. And I tried I re- really hard with the modern Fallouts because yeah. those like old Fallouts. Um, See, I like, so they're, they're, I, they're like post-apocalyptic. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, They're not really a shooter. They're more of like an adventure yeah. situation in it. But the, the older ones were on the PC in the late 90s. And yeah. It was all just like point and click. And then the newer ones, I've just never managed to get into them. They're so big and mm. nothing much exciting happens because like the Wasteland's to- boring. Yeah, I like free. And I like New Vegas. Oh, New actually, that's that's a lie. New Vegas is amazing. So I like them games. I love that one. But the latest one, it's just like because there's this one bit where you basically have these. Um, I want to say strongholds, but you have these like little towns, so bases, isn't it? bases, and people come and live in them. And every five seconds, they're calling you like there's a problem, and you go, "For fucks, can't you handle any issue yourselves?" And you have to we keep both, on going back and dealing with these fucking people. We both got sons, so that's just... Yeah, within the, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's don't like, need I, that in my I don't have a life. son. I, I, I've purposely in my life avoided having children. I now <laughs> yeah. don't want a child. You've learned. That's, I you know love that that's the greatest lesson you've taken from that's video That's what I've taken games. from this. Yeah. Not, not I'm get, basically, what I've decided is I'm getting a snip. Is what I've yes. decided. <laughs> I played The Last of Us, the latest Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd I, you get on with that? Yeah, it's great, but it's a one play. Oh yeah. yeah, you don't want to go back to that. Apart from anything else, it's harrowing. Yeah, like I mean, these po- yeah. these games that Story are set in post apocalypse. Like, so The Last of mm. Us, the first. It's, so it's the first one was about this like grizzled old kind of video game guy Joel, mm. and the fun the fun part was that he was traveling across post apocalyptic America, shooting zombies with this teenage girl Ellie, who was awesome. Ellie. Uh, great name. Yeah, I, fi- name. I finished. Yeah, I actually finished that one. I haven't played it's the good. second one. I don't know if I can cope with it emotionally. Well, to be yeah, honest. because in the second one, teenage Ellie is grown up. She's like twenty now, and some very very bad stuff goes down. We could have killed you. <laughs> Maybe you should have. And she basically is on this revenge mission, and it's one of those horrible. It's like one of those movies about how if you set out on a journey of revenge, dig two graves. You can't stop this. <laughs> It's really about yeah, how yeah, yeah, things yeah. consume her and everything's terrible. And it was one of those games where it's like, I'm not actually like having fun. I have to finish it. I'm being edified here and yeah. it's very interesting. Well, I kind of ju- enjoyed it. I did enjoy that aspect of it. I think it's like, it's rare that a game pulls me in as much as a good movie. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I can, I'm, it's like I'm, a hard watch movie that yeah. you really, like, really yeah. kind of critical. Like The claimed. Road. Exactly like The Road. Like The yeah, Road yeah. is a hard... Like You I, I, you have to watch that in bits. You can't mm. just watch The Road. You no. know what I mean? And um, But I haven't felt a game that's made me uncomfortable in a long time. And I guess it's because I when I started playing video games, like when I was a kid, it was Grand Theft Auto. So from a long time, I've been playing these sort of like, you know, other, so the idea of game being graphic or, you know, storyline is never, I'm sure I'm probably desensitized <laughs> at that point. Yeah. You know how, how old were you then when you got into GTA? Oh man, when GTA 3 came out. Oh. So I must have been, I'm talking about like, I must have been 11 when that came out. I'm I'm 29 now. Yeah. And that came out early 2000s. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. It was, so I was, yeah. I was, I was, in, I was, I was like, I remember San Andreas was the first one that I was really into, into. Like I had, mm-hmm. I didn't have GTA three. I remember GTA three, my uncle had, and uh, 
my uncle uh, and, uh, and this is when GTA 3 came out it was like in the news about you could kill prostitutes yeah and, massive and it, moral panic yeah and it? And, it, and it went crazy and everyone you know so my mum was like you can never play this game and I remember my uncle had it and I was obsessed with it and I would play it while he went to work <laughs> ah. and then and then he would come back and it's again it's something that's happened before where they check if I'm playing it by checking the heat <laughs> they well like che- the literal temperature yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah they would check the heat I remember like no, uh, no, yeah because in those days you had, they were all clockwork weren't yeah, they yeah. the consoles you had to wind them up yeah yeah the consoles used to get really yeah, hot they get really oh hot. I'll never forget my dad shoveling the coal into the Super <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> but I remember that was ticking like, over I remember like I was obsessed with video games to the point that like I remember one time I smashed a window and my mum uh, the only way she could punish me was not letting me play the video games because I didn't care about going out. So mum was like, you can still go out, <laughs> yeah. but you can't play video games. And I would, and I, you know, she would check my PlayStation to see if it was warm. That was the, the gauge. So what I'd do is I would have to turn it off an hour before and then put something cool on it to try and cool it off. <laughs> put it in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then it got to a point, especially with the GTA with my uncle, it got to a point where I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll take the punishment. Like, <laughs> I need to play this game. Do you know what I'm saying? Though? Like the yeah. rampage mode. And- Experience has taught me that a man like you can be very loyal for the right price. Just, I just never saw nothing like that, you know what I mean? And I just, I just needed to play that game. And then once my uh, dad, cause my dad used to let me play whatever I wanted and that. Um, and once my mum realised that it don't, it did, she can't stop me, then she just started buying me adult games. <laughs> <laughs> this is the nation's top-selling video game. The object? Kill as many people as you can, get as many stars at each you can. And millions of kids are mastering it by learning to slaughter bystanders. You know, she kind of gave up on there that. There does come a tipping point, I think, yeah, doesn't there? I mean, yeah. these days it's like, um, I think GCA still has that fascination when yeah. you're kind of 10, 11, 12, doesn't it? Because it's so clearly for grown-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, though it's yeah, yeah. one of the most childish games ever. Like, they, I mean, the jokes in it are like, yeah. I think the... Uh, they do like a pun. They love, they love a pun. Mm. Yeah, I remember yeah. there was like a butcher called Meat Curtains in GCA 4. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Even just the radio <laughs> station. not even a name. Um... But do you think, because obviously there's always ongoing controversy about kids, and, and, and I have to think about that now as a parent. I've got a, my eldest son is nine, and I let him play Fortnite. I've said it now. I've just said it on the on the thing. Yeah. I guess what I'm getting at, do you think playing Grand Theft Auto that young mm. had an effect on no. you or your personality? No. I, apart from those ten people you murdered? I mean, yeah, so apart, yeah. From, apart from all of those prostitutes I've had. Yeah, well, I mean, basically <laughs> but, every millennial yeah, is yeah, a prostitute yeah. murdering psychopath. <clears throat> Honestly, yeah. no. I just... I've never subscribed to it because I think people commit horrific atrocities, right? And we always, and I think as human beings, we want to understand why and we need a reason because we can't understand why someone would do something so fucked up. So they blame rap music. They blamed... um, violent games they Marilyn Manson Marilyn yeah, Manson yeah. well I think they, you'll find Hitler was actually a big fan of Manhunt yeah 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 <laughs> always playing it but yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying though it's like it, it's sort of like these um, they, they always need a scapegoat to why uh, people do bad things it's really funny like, I, I feel like this, this massive moral panic that happened in the early 2000s yeah like when we were teenagers yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like a whole how old are you when we asking I'm 32 okay okay so, right, same generation, so it was like yeah. a, so it was like a whole thing where and I remember being like so passionately defensive yeah, yeah. you know because like, obviously like you had older relatives who didn't mm. understand games and so on and there was me with my N64 playing like Lilac Wars and Mario and they're like it's dangerous and violent I'm like yeah. it really isn't yeah, yeah, yeah it really really and isn't because he's not older I think there's always been a thing of the older generation not understanding what it is so they automatically think it's bad 
Do you know what I'm saying, so. though? Yeah. It's just like... But I'm like, when's this going to end, man? Like, yeah. I'm in my 30s and I'm still sometimes having to have these conversations, usually when I'm talking to somebody on Radio 4, where I have yeah, to be like, yeah. no, I'm not a murderer. Now, all the people in here are working on what DMA hopes will be its new blockbuster. It's a game called Grand Theft Auto. It's got to be finished by the end of June, so they're involved in some pretty hard work in here. It's all about a car chase through the streets of a fictional probably American City. Here are some of the maps they've been working on. It's even the most benign game, though, you're going to get that. I went on Radio 2 once to talk about, um, I think it must have been for money, to talk about the Desperate Housewives game, <laughs> which, oh, honestly, one of my favourites. Absolute classic. Yeah, no, sure. dreadful. Right. So, I, so, I, um, so I was talking to Nicky Campbell, um, obviously industry legend, never forget his work on Wheel of Fortune, uh, broadcasting superstar. Um, so I was talking to him about Desperate Housewives, and I did the spiel about and so this is what happens in the game, and blah, blah, blah. And he let me finish, and then he, he went, so... Why don't you just read a book? <laughs> I was like, what? I'm not here to defend video games as a medium. I had that exact same line. Did you? I mean, I was on Radio 4 talking about GTA 4 mm. when it came out. I was in Tokyo at the time, so I was like rushed to like the BBC studio and I was talking like, over the line and I, I thought I'd misheard. The dude was like, when I talk to people like you, I always think, why don't you just read a book? It's like, what are we talking about? It's just, yeah. yeah. But, but in the- GTA Five, I remember being like, the first one I ever played because my parents were actually pretty like scared about games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I only played my little, you know, I played Nintendo and then when I was a teenager, I got myself PS2. But really, yeah. I only played GTA when I left home. Yeah, yeah I no. left home at 16 and I played GTA Four for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it blew my mind because like those games, like they attract a lot of controversy if you don't know much about games and all you probably know about them is that you can run over a prostitute. But also... They have these incredible worlds. Like they spend, they have literally thousands of people working on them for five years, and they mm. they make like a proper living city. That yeah, I yeah. mean, your first GTA is a yeah, real. Yeah. I love Rockstar thing. games. That's a that's a real. Um, and I don't think they're underrated, but they're underrated in some of the other games they make, as opposed to aren't GTA. Like I think Red I Dead Redemption, man. Red Dead Redemption. Great. I used to play um, State Emergency. I liked. Oh. It's like deep in the rocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't my shit. But what's, like, what's State of Emergency like for people who haven't played it? State of Emergency, basically. I mean, do you know what? in these times, it probably would be controversial. But you guys understand this came out at a less okay time where basically there's a riot happening and you just got to loot. Basically, I'm saying you're an anarchist, maybe, or you're just like, there's a riot going on. You've got to cause as much collateral damage as possible. <laughs> it's a bit like Carmageddon. It's that whole yeah. area. There's yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. era of games where they were like anarchy games. Yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How completely messed up can we be with our concept? How out there? How edgy yeah, can yeah. Well, I think it, it sort of went with the times. Hilarious when you're 12. You know, it's like it? those games and like you're saying, why don't you just read a book? It's like because it, the time of when those games came out, it was Jackass, it was Dirty Sanchez, mm. it was Jerry Springer. It was, do you know what I'm saying though? Yeah. It was the time of boombastic ridiculousness. Funny, stupid nonsense. Kind of yeah. Dadaism of ridiculousness and and, and you know those games fit those times this episode is brought to you by Reese's peanut butter cups in breaking news leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Rockstar, you both have failed to name the most often forgotten, but I would say best Rockstar game of all time. 
Can you guess? Can you remember? Midnight Club, tricking up cars and <laughs> racing them around in street races. No, no, no mate. No. What is it? Rockstar Table Tennis. Rockstar Table Tennis. Rockstar Rockstar table. Table. Never played brilliant. it. Never played it. Game point. Service Lupin. It is brilliant. It yeah. is so well made. And they just knocked it out as a little side project and it was brilliant and I loved it. I played it loads. So and they- when it came out I got um my a friend of mine was a lifestyle journalist and as Keza will know like there's there's games journalism like mm. you know nerdy websites nice, that we write for yeah. and then there's like lifestyle games journalism you know write for loaded and and the papers and all of that and so one of those friends got me into this party and it was you know it was like 2000 and, was it 7 or something and it yeah, was a it was, loft it was, party yeah, it was before everything <laughs> went wrong uh, yeah. it was when it was the era of bean bags there were just bean oh, bags yeah, everywhere yeah, I see that, I see no that. one had sat on a chair for 2 mm. years it was all like that <laughs> and so I got into this party and they were like oh we're having a a rockstar table tennis tournament and we all enter the tournament and whoever wins wins an Xbox 360 mm. and I was like oh that sounds fun of course I won the fucking tournament oh, no of shit. course I did the- of course I won it because I was the best gamer in the room which believe you me for me to be the best gamer in the room there's a lot of problems in that room like nobody <laughs> yeah, else yeah, yeah, half yeah. the people there probably haven't touched a video game <laughs> um, and I won and then the PR came up to me and he was like so um, someone wants to interview you about you know winning and I was like yeah that's fine uh, you know and he's like can you can you just not say you work for a games website and I was like wow. well, but but I do and they were like yeah but if they find out that you're a proper gamer then it like oh, it's you... kind of negates and they it, were yeah. like can you can you say that you work for the BBC and I was like no <laughs> because <laughs> I don't like, work camera. for the BBC I was like just tell them I'm too shy just uh... <laughs> did you get did you get the console of course I got the console mate of course I did yeah, honestly I, never... I bet you can pick up an, a 360 and a copy of that game for about a fucking tenner on yeah, eBay probably. I would that is a happy that's a happy <laughs> weekend not after this podcast we're going to be it's going to be one of those games <laughs> that everyone's looking for now isn't it? Like, you can't you can't even get a Metal Gear Solid 1 so, so it sounds like so your childhood, you've you've had your Sonic phase, your Grand mm. Theft Auto phase. Mm-hmm. Have games sort of stayed with you consistently throughout yeah, your life? Yeah, I've, I've just always been into video games like FIFA or the Pro Evo. I was always shit at football games, though. I really hate football games. Um, well, I know you have a particular hatred for one football game because you and I, uh, we were on a show together mm. for, um, I, I don't know if people know this, I actually was the first woman to host a show on Dave. I don't like to talk about really? it. Really? Was you the first woman? Yeah, I was actually. That's well, actually, yeah. congratulations, but that's also uh, quite a damning. Bit of an indictment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah. She never mentioned it. I want to be on Dave, yeah, so I was saying, it's good that they did that. I don't want to fuck up my chance to Dave, but please. It's only one series. But anyway, I really enjoyed that show. We had a good laugh, did late. I was meant to do the show, and then um, the producer Rose. Yeah. Rose, <laughs> so Rose, so I'm sleeping, and Rose rang me up, and he's like, y- "You're close, mate." And I was just like, uh, and, I was, "Consciousness." And I was like, and I said, "You know what, Ro? I can't lie to you, but I'm still in bed, fam." And I said, "You know, I'm really so I, I, you know, I can't, I can't lie." And he was like, "Okay, just come in." And I got an Uber there. And luckily it's TV, so nothing starts on time anyway. Right. And the person before, so but I remember it just row ringing me, and I remember trying to think of a lie, I and then being like, "Eh, hey, nah, mate, I did, I just, I'm sleeping." I feel like that's strong gamer energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there was a bit where we talked about football games, mm. and I don't know if you remember this bit. Um, you you actually say that pro Evo fans are worse than Nazis. Yeah, yeah, that- yeah, yeah. I stand by that. <laughs> I hate, like, I hate FIFA. But I could play FIFA. But pro Evo fans are the most just religious fanatics and, for that shit game. And just to be clear, for people who haven't seen yeah. your show on Vice, you are a man who's actually interviewed actual Nazis. Yeah, and they play FIFA this and I have hyperbole. more respect for them. This is actual, like... <laughs> oh, are they? I have, I have, I've met them to see if I hate them more than pro Evo supporters. It's important research. And I decided I don't. 
I hate Pro Evo. I just, I just hate it, man. It's just and like, the fans, like it's just the the gra- and this is like on PS4. The graphics of the fans in the crowd are like yeah, little cardboard cards. Yeah, and then like you can't you can't play as Arsenal. You got to play as North London. Blah, blah, blah. That was like, always my favourite thing about the best nah, bit. Yeah, the way it. they had to just make up the footballs. They're like, nah, this is man. Michael football, and yeah, just and- don't just don't have a game. You can't get the <laughs> licensing. You can't get the licensing. You don't have a game. All right. <laughs> I'm sick of your shit. No, I hate that game. Um, you tell him. Yeah. Get me Konami on the line. Let's have a word. Oh, maybe we'll have um, Mr. Konami in with us later. We never know. Oh, who yeah. knows? And you tell who him knows who could turn up? Who you knows? You tell him I've got an issue with him. <laughs> Apart from Pro Evo, what's the worst game you have ever played? Oh, mate, that's the longest of stuff. I would say one game that I literally put in once played it and was like this is shit is the Aliens game that came out on PS4 like oh, the shoot em up yeah. and I said the other worst game that I kind of stuck with a little bit too long was Bugsy 3D Yee-hee! a rocket find 31 more of these and we're like yesterday's clams chowder here oh, Do you Bubsy. Play? Bubsy I see I had Bubsy on the was on the Mega Drive or the SNES the original Bubsy SNES wasn't it the original Bubsy was alright he was a sort of little Sonic or Mario yeah, yeah, Bubsy, yeah, 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 yeah. he had a question mark on his t-shirt for no reason we, yeah, yeah. why am I here why yeah. do I exist yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was supposed to be a bobcat but he didn't really I thought like he was anything. a rabbit so and that, kinda, that tells you how good dude his name was Bubsy the Bobcat that was his name didn't get the Bobcat that never he kind of glided but there was no reason to how he glided yeah he just kind of just glided and the bobcats can't glide like sonic uh, you go like they tell you he's a hedgehog but he runs mad fast yeah that's, that's like it's in the thing yeah, he's a hedgehog but he runs fast how, why don't know don't worry <laughs> do you know what i'm saying towels he's got two towels so he spins all right cool i know them flying it's like he's a bobcat but he flies i would have bought that but he kind of glides for a second <laughs> Inconsistently. <laughs> Inconsistently, not far. Yeah, I mean, he. I, ju- I just wonder where he is now. Him and Gex the Gecko sitting in Gex the, Gex Blink's Blink's the Time Sweeper, like yeah. all the crap animal mascots. Absolutely. I like to think they're the in some sort of terrible Dog old people's shit. home for shit video game characters sitting around. It's going, like Wreck It you know. Ralph, but um, for shit ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, like uh, there was a lot of them as well because there was this time when uh, in the, in that kind of early PlayStation era where everything had to be a 3D platformer with an animal in it. Yeah, and so there was like I. I very, I very much remember Microsoft with the Xbox trying to do Blinks the Time Sweeper, who was a cat with a time vacuum cleaner. Um, yeah, it's nothing worse than a bad game, especially when you've like look forward to a game and you spend money it, on it, and you spend money on it, and it turns out to be absolute just just drivel. It's more of a disappointment than a lot of things. Yeah. The thing is, you know now, what I'm saying, right? I feel like kids now. They yeah. want to know about a game. They go and look at 400 hours of it on YouTube. Yeah, they yeah, know where yeah, they're yeah, getting. Yeah, yeah. We had to peer at tiny screenshots in a magazine. And oh, like yeah. I had in my head, I had built these games up to be the greatest thing that had ever happened. Uh, all from like peering at like little screens in my Nintendo magazines. And then I would buy, e.g. Glover, a game in which you are literally a glove. <laughs> it's talk about courage. Glover's got the power to handle any challenge. Glover for Nintendo 64 and PC. Got to love the glove. Horrible. Shit. And I was like so devastated. I always remember that. It was that Christmas where Zelda Ocarina of Time came out and nobody could get it. It sold out everywhere. And it was obviously I was desperate to have it. 
and my mum got a N64 game under the tree. I I can tell. And my mum went on the game, and then <laughs> just a lovely story. Sorry, your mum. Your mum got hold of it somehow. Got, we got, don't. She, we'll never know how. She, she got some. She, she got some. Um, it was a Nintendo 64 shaped box under the tree, and I like sat there and like under the label, I was like peeling away the paper underneath the label so you couldn't see, just to try and see, just to try and yeah. see if it was Zelda, and it turned out to be Glover. The disappointment. The see, sheer disappointment. You used to look at magazines. My shit was you'd have to go to the game shop and yeah. just look at the back of the box of the mm. game you know what I'm saying that's how I ended up buying that game about farting pigs on the SNES that's not a good way to buy video games yeah it's oh, not God. it's really not you two you two can shut up anyway I used to have to go to the game shop <laughs> <laughs> here we go get up for our millennials shut yeah, up yeah fucking alright mum's up. up I had to go <laughs> <laughs> that's it no tea for you I had no to go to the game shop and look at the back of the cassette wow the b- box of the cassette there's you not cannot, much real estate there you cannot fit a lot of information on the back of a cassette it was cassette. like a cassette game it, yeah, was like a, it was like a sentence you had to that's base crazy. your decision whether to spend 3.99 which in today's money is what 2.5 million pounds <laughs> whether to spend that on a fucking game yeah. you know so yeah, yeah. You, you two can stop whinging no I will <laughs> But you know what? One thing I will say that I feel sorry for for the younger generation now is you could get some decent stuff in the pre-owned bucket. Oh, yeah. And we just go game and it's be like a big rack of pre-owned games. And you could go, you can get something decent for like a, you know, like a tenner. You can get maybe go pick up free games or something. Yeah. Um, but now it seems like even the pre-owned games, I saw, I went to game shop not that long ago. And some of them pre-owned games are like 30, 40 quid. Because I didn't grow up rich, you know, my, my, you know. A lot of the games I would play were pre-owned games, you know, because it's just my mum did. My mum couldn't afford fifty quid a, or you know thirty quid or forty quid a pot per game. Mm. And but you know you could hustle something with a little bit of money. But now it just that kind of seems like that's faded away, and I think that's quite sad. Well, they all just game. watch games for free on YouTube forever. What, what I did do, and I don't know if this is what it's seen like in the gaming world. Um, you can, if you don't want to be seen to condoning this, but I remember the thing I got, which changed everything for my gaming, was um, <laughs> uh, it wasn't a chip. PlayStation. There was a chip disc. Do you I ever know, have the chip I disc? The pirate disc. I had a pirate. So what you would do is it would come in a box, and it would have like. So my mom got it with some guy from work, right? And I remember it. Kept, so my mom, so someone, not my family, if it's illegal, um, it would come. You'd have this big stack of papers, and it would have all these different games you could pick, and it would come, and you'd have like a disc, and you'd have to flip your PlayStation up, put a spring on it, so the button <laughs> was still pressed, it was a match or matched it, yeah, it and it would spin. And you take the disc out and then you put the game in. And Amazing. It, and you could play like Japanese games. and That's you know, how I did most of my import gaming yeah, when I was yeah, like yeah. a weird nerdy teenager. Yeah, because like disc. nobody can afford to yeah. import a £200 Japanese game like every free, time they want to try out. And it was like, it was like I was going to tell us that, but it's, it's horrible. I can't. It's, 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 it's not. It's, we don't no, you started you. now. You started no, now. No, no, because it is. <laughs> the punchline's disgusting of the story, but it's. I don't want to. But I remember like you'd have like. Um, these papers and it would have everything and it would even have and it was the first um it was quite the first porn dvds were on those because before on on those catalogs i remember it had um it had the pamela anderson sex like how long ago that was and that was like the first sex tapes were on those i'm saying was on those playstation chip discs i think you'll find that was not the first time in my day we had sam fox strip poker on the spectrum (laughs) i mean imagine that how do you do Do you know who sam fox is don't know who sam fox is i don't know either actually you don't know sam was it a 3d platforming character from the 90s uh no she's a real person she's um she's actually a great philosopher poet um (laughs) she yeah she's very very famous in the 80s she wrote i think she won she was the uh, first woman to win the booker yeah. That so? oh. yep. and she was strip poker. poker. <laughs> oh, oh, I must have got confused. Uh, yeah. Google, <laughs> Google it later, lads. 
I got really into weird Japanese stuff on the PS2 due to mm. a similar kind of chip situation mm. and uh, played all sorts of weird ass stuff. I played a game called Tulip, which is a game in which you are a little guy, you're a little boy who's kind of moved to a new town and you want to kiss a girl. But to work up to kissing the girl, you have to kiss everybody else in the town, starting with the gimp who lives in the sewers. What? So you have to kiss... <laughs> it's obviously pre-corona, this game. Yeah. This is clearly... First, you got to figure... And they're all like little puzzles. Like, everyone that you have to kiss is like a little puzzle. Yeah. So you have to figure out how to kiss the... I think he's just hanging upside down in his little bondage suit, so he's of very course. easy to kiss. And then you kind of progress through kissing everybody else in the town. Yeah. And it's like... It's so wrong. There's like little people who run away from you, like pursuing but them, trying a... to kiss them. And then eventually you get to kiss the girl of your dreams. There's such a mental uh, creativeness that it seems that like the Japanese game industry allows. They did it that, that time, some, yeah, Someone had to great. pitch that. Yeah, and, the and guy got went, it approved. The guy someone went, yeah, all right, yeah, sure. Yeah, sounds, yeah. sounds like a winner. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of like, weird, like, that was the golden age of weird Japan. Mm. Like the PS2, PS1. There was so much just very, very Can you still stuff. get chip PlayStations? Is that still a thing? You don't really need them now because they're like, and because the, everything's downloaded, it's all mm-hmm. too, it's too, you know, it's too secure. So kids do miss out on that now. Yeah. Yeah. They do still have the pre-owned, but it's sometimes useful to teach kids lessons uh this is my this is my version of homeschooling is what i'm saying basically which i did none of over lockdown so my son when he was about seven or eight uh we went to game in bromley very strong branch and um yeah he was like oh can i spend my pocket money but i was like yeah and we looked at the pre-owned stuff and he's like oh mummy, they've got like fifa 15 and we had like 18 or whatever it was at home and he's like well can i buy it and it was 99p and i was like well all right it's your pocket money so he bought it we got it home and he played it for about eight minutes and he went mummy it's it's just really like FIFA 18, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, son, welcome to video games. Yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's a good life lesson right there, isn't it? Yeah. So I used to live with a guy when I was at university. Uh, my my flatmate was like a another another like a proper gamer dude. Mm. He's like what you would expect a gamer dude to look like. And we would sometimes go into the local game together to pick something up. And the people in there would always come in and be like. Hello, are you after We Fit? Wow. And I would like really love it. I'd be like in character, like, yeah, like I don't really know much about it. Can you like tell me? And these guys would be like, well, let me tell you some things that you definitely don't already know. Yeah. Whenever I walk in, still now actually, if I walk into a game shop with like anyone male, like a male mm. friend of my partner, I get, it gets assumed that I'm being dragged in there. Yeah, Even that is the year of our Lord 2020. Yeah, it's such a strange, you know, I guess as well. So, I mean, I, I mean you, you know better than me. I'm not going to try and over explain it. Like I know better, but uh, I mean, from I remember like being young and getting like a game magazine. Like my mum would buy me. My mum would just see, oh, you know, Jamali likes games. Here, here's a game magazine. I remember getting this one game magazine where it was basically like loaded. Oh, yeah, man, or they nuts. were all like that in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was yeah. basically like they had like fucking tears. And, shit. Yeah. and I remember loving this magazine. I remember like you know really I held onto that magazine longer than them games already came out and done. But I remember <laughs> having this magazine. Just having a publication like that shows that, you know, they sort of very much guided. Yeah, it was you a know marketing, man, yeah. It was a very like, much like, well, these are what dudes do and women. Like, they yeah. complain why you're girl. You know what I'm saying? No, it's like like, that the adverts thing. were like, oh, this will ruin your relationship, this video game or whatever. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was really funny because like in the 90s, games were marketed. And this wasn't the case. Like in the 70s, like, people played, mm. everyone played arcade games. Yeah. Like Pac-Man wasn't for boys. Space yeah. Invaders wasn't, but like, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Now, but yeah, it was yeah. in the 90s when it was actually, it was partly the Sega Mega Drive. Yeah. That's when it started being really aggressively marketed. That culture kind of happened yeah. with nuts magazine. We, 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 shit, like, yeah. we all loved Lara Croft, all us girl gamers mm. at the time, because she was all we had, even yeah. though she was like there with her tits out in spreads in FHM. Like we were like, well, <laughs> yeah. you're you're the only woman we've got, so we'll yeah. relate to you really, really hard. Anyway, I think you know you talk to a lot of people who are like nineteen, twenty now. Everyone plays games. Yeah, majority like majority of my uh, women I've dated have all played video games with me. 
That's on. good. Sorry, I mean, there are some games that are really good to play together and some games that are absolutely terrible. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. Play when you're... I remember I went on a date once and uh, I went to like, there's like a arcadey place in um, Soho down the stairs in the casino. It's like a little downstairs area and they got a couple like Tekken and stuff. And I remember like I beat her so badly on Tekken so many times. She actually left the date. <laughs> and I, wow. wasn't, I wasn't like a modest winner. Like I was like playing with one hand. I was being a dick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. I'm battered her at this fucking game like, like I was playing as Steve <laughs> just doing like high combos and that and I remember she actually left the date she was like alright well I'm gonna go home bye then yeah I think that's not unreasonable and I was like yeah yeah that's I'm, fair I think yeah, I'm gonna yeah. stay yeah so as a man because I know we always like it when people say as a woman we love it yeah, yeah, if you could just speak but, for all men yeah if you could just speak for all yeah, men yeah I would love to but I'm genuinely interested because so because yeah. a lot of those video game characters well all five of them were designed and still are designed often to be attractive and appealing to Male men mm-hmm. and when I look at someone like I'm not turned on by bloody solid snake do you know what I mean I don't yeah, care yeah, how yeah. Mario. I don't yeah no I don't look at I mean, Mario, Mario or you're, I mean he's got a bit of a dad bod I guess Mario yeah if that's your thing I think I think he's hardly Chris Pratt more, more, I'm more of a Luigi type I think if I had to choose you want that tall thin guy well at least you didn't pick Bowser that would have been quite concerning <laughs> yeah well there's you know there's, there's, everyone's got different tastes everyone likes a bad boy yeah. <laughs> so what's the question so my question is uh, <laughs> would, would you rather get off with Mario or Luigi no uh, my question is um, like did you or do you find those those characters sexy is it working I guess is what I'm saying is what these game designers doing working do I find that sort of thing of appealing a, or something yes I don't mean like um, when you were a t- teenage boy did Lara Croft work for you? Oh, no, you not like, really, you know. All those dead nah, or alive I never, um, and I know, and I, I'm not trying to say this to sound um, uh, like I'm Mr. Fucking Woke, but mm. I, no, it never really did, to be honest with you. I, um, and I think I just never really sexualized it like that, you know what I'm saying? Or like, there was a thing on Soul Calibur that you could, or one of those fighting games where you could do something with the gravity so the women's tits bounce more. And oh, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, God, and I remember alive, like, you know, seeing it once and you go, oh, that's funny. And then you yeah. get on with the game. Like it wasn't like, uh, I, I didn't really um, um, sort of see those things or be like, oh, she's got no ice tits. I can't yeah. say, I can't, I can't say I've, I've ever been a, attracted to a game because of that factor but no I, I've never yeah but now he's said all that I keep thinking about Mario and he's, he's got a touch of the Tom Selleck about him maybe, <laughs> I've, uh, maybe I've overlooked him yeah <laughs> some of these games that have the extremely like super over sexualized female game characters they completely backfire there was this game in 2003 called Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball I reviewed oh, it yeah, you yeah, did yeah, I, I remember, remember that. I read that review I was um, I remember uh, I had a copy of that and I put it on with some friends from mm. like with some old female friends and we were well, we put it on and we're like oh my god this is so pathetic because it was basically all the female characters from the dead or alive fighting game yeah, yeah. were put in bikinis and put on an island yeah. to play volleyball and like you know give each other presents and like just ride around on the sand oh mm. but the best bit so as well, remember you could take pictures of them which yes, was the yeah. most sinister thing just zoom right in on the there'd be yeah. some peeping tom yeah, yeah it was yeah. the weirdest yeah. it was like it was I, the weirdest I, game and the, 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 the thing was it completely backfired because I put this on with my friends and like oh this game is so, how lame and then I went away to do I, I went away to I know, make dinner or something I came back with my friends were all obsessing over which shoes to buy for them yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were like dressing them up in the different bikinis and shoes and stuff and actually really enjoying themselves they played f- it all night I was like yep fair enough <laughs> that's the thing I think, I, think, I think those type of things can be enjoyed in a healthy just because it's ridiculous it was clearly made mm, for you know. like gross otaku nerds yeah, but yeah, actually yeah. my 13 year old girlfriends really really yeah, loved it yeah, so this is like, you know, yeah. I, think, I think it's alright to sort of enjoy ridiculousness well, I did not predict this podcast ended up recommending Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball, but here we are. It is still like the most male gazy game ever. I just love the way that, in the absence of. Well, other... I'm buying it. 
in the, abs- in the absence of anything else designed <laughs> for us, that was what we got. Well, there we go. I did not think this podcast would end up recommending Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball, Kizza. <laughs> well, we do usually try and prescribe games based on our chat. Mm. Yeah, for, for our guests. Yeah, I feel like I've already me. prescribed you Rockstar Table Tennis, though. Yeah, I feel yeah, like, yeah, you know... Yeah. And have you prescribed him Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball? Or <laughs> I wouldn't got... prescribe that to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a pretty crazy, crazily well, awful I think game. Well, I think I'll enjoy it responsibly. <laughs> So uh, another thing we like to do, sometimes yeah, we like please. to bring a, a little special guest on at the end, don't we? Because uh, should, I, should I nip out and get them? Yeah, off okay, you go. Give off them, you them, go. Give them a shout. So this is, you know, this is, this is uh, actually, this guy's quite a big deal. Okay. This is uh, your opportunity. Yeah. Jamali, to pitch your ideal video game, the one that's always been in your head, like the yeah. perfect game that you can think of. Because um, I've actually got a, a big wig video game developer who has tons of money. Oh, and shit. Who, who has the power to green like this. I think, I think that's him there. Hello? Hello? Hi, hi, yeah, come on in. How are you doing? Hi, everyone. Hi, it's me, Ian Konami. Oh, it's Ian Konami. You know he's serious because he's wearing a suit. Right? Yeah, that's right. I just had it polished. How are you guys? I'm I'm all right. Very good. None of us said anything bad about Pro Evolution Soccer at any point during this recording. Excellent. As we all know, it is the premier game in the world about football, apart from the other one. so <laughs> very true so we've got, we got someone who's got a game idea for you great I'm actually in the market for new IP I'm a bit bored of football and solid snakes so tell me Jamali Maddox what is your pitch um, so basically my pitch is because um, I know obviously your background and your company and I think you're a bit uh, um, I think you're jumping the gun when you say you don't want Sony Snake or Pro Evo mm. I think you're done with that I think you're jumping the gun I think they're good products another Castlevania perhaps <laughs> no what I think is, is so um, the storyline basically is uh, you know uh, Sony Snake is on a mission and he realises there's a zombie outbreak original at, at mm. the Pro Evo football ground uh-huh. and so what you have to do is go and kill all the Pro Evo football players <laughs> And perhaps all the spectators and fans. And all the spectators and fans. They're sort of turned into these cardboard bats (laughs) that fly around. And um, basically, it's quite, you know, it's like for a football simulator, it's very arcadey. So the game will be quite arcadey and it will sort of, you know, freeze a lot. Okay. Sounds quite good. But it sounds a bit 7 out of 10. We've noticed that one of the emerging trends in the video game world is beach volleyball, Jamali. Do you think this could be incorporated into the game? Yeah, yeah, that's like a bonus round. Okay. Where um, instead of having it all like dead and alive women, it's just all dudes. Okay, okay. Sort of, um, Do uh, they wear bikinis? Beach... Can you dress them up? They, they wear that sort of mankini. Ah, oh, yeah, excellent. It's very mankini. A lot of crotch shots. Mm. I like it, Jamali Maddox. Um, uh, what sort of budget are you looking for? Uh, Fifty billion pounds. Fifty billion pounds. Hang on, let me just count. I've got about forty-eight quid. Will that do? I think we could do in forty-eight quid. You've got a deal. Congratulations. Thank you. You've been greenlit. Okay. Great. Thank you, Mr. Konami. You got can to go now. Pop back to Japan now. I know, See you very later, good, very everyone. Good, very good of you to fly over. <laughs> no we problem. Do really appreciate it. Take care. Bye then. Oh, hi, I'm back. Yeah, how's uh, that? He was, good. Was, was he all right? You, yeah. did, you did miss him. Oh, yeah, My dumbass actually thing. thought there was a guest coming. <laughs> what do like, you mean? There was like, a the guest coming. <laughs> well, there we go. Now we have one final bit of nonsense, which is uh, we ask you some quickfire questions. Oh, shit. And then we judge you on your answers. Oh. Is, it, is it a quiz or is it just... It's just... In which Bubsy game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I'm not here to shame anyone. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. PC or console? Console. Oh, quick. Call of Duty or Candy Crush? Call of Duty. Nice. 
Single player or multiplayer? Single player. Easy mode or hard mode? Hard. Oh, honestly, yeah. Tell, been a bit tell like... the truth. I play. I play once on easy. <laughs> I just wanted to sound tough. <laughs> the Last of Us or Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball? <laughs> Come on, be honest. Be volleyball. honest. Yeah. <laughs> Last of Us was alright. I didn't, you know. I like the storyline more in the beach volleyball too. It's just some hot babes playing volleyball. That's the storyline I want. Very moving, emotionate. One one would make a better movie, and that would be the volleyball movie, isn't it? Tekken or Street Fighter? Tekken. With Street Fighter, you can't just play. So, like, if I'm with someone and I'm, I've never, I've never played Street Fighter. You, they can't play Street Fighter. No, right? It's like chess. Completest or can't be asked. Can't be asked. Yeah. I do. I do. I do the main couple sides. But like, find all the pigeon. Nah, I ain't doing all that shit. <laughs> nope. Nah, Get all the achievement that. points. Nah. Yeah, no, no, no. that's too long. Pokemon or Digimon? Pokemon. Okay, I grew up with Pokemon. Like Digimon was like it came too far after for me, and I kind of like preferred the cartoon of it a little bit, maybe. Or there was some aspects I preferred of Digimon, but uh, I like. I mean, Pokemon was like with the cards and. It's the classic, right? We used to run like, you know, I remember it was against the rules to bring Pokemon cards into school. Oh, they were like contraband for yeah, a while, Yeah, we, we used to like sell them in the toilet and shit. That was like the first hustle, illegal hustle and shit. And someone wouldn't pay their debts and we'd run around and, you know, break his ankles and stuff. <laughs> it was quite similar to my school. Like before I sold fake IDs, I sold Pokemon cards yeah, on essentially yeah, yeah. the black market. Yeah. It was a brief period where people talked to me at school because Pokemon yeah. was in. There was nothing. <laughs> I had all the knowledge and all the Pokemon Because there's cards. only a few feelings I had then opening up a Pokemon packet and finding a Charizard. It was a genuine excitement for no actual achievement. And it having no effect on my life. Having like a shiny Pokemon card. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though? Having no benefit to my life, but just being so happy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, there, well that, thank you for your answers. That means we now have a complete uh, psychological picture of you yeah, based on what you've just it, said. What's, what's yep. the result? Well, well all I say is uh, don't, don't just go, don't go out of here and do any murders because the FBI will absolutely <laughs> have you <laughs> in a minute. Oh, thank you very much, Jamali. No, thanks uh, for having me. Thank you. Have a great time. Um, we've decided, to, um, you know, we, we can't really think of a way to end the podcast. And the obvious and stupidest way is to say, game over. But obviously, Keza and I can't bring ourselves to say that. No, it makes we, us want to die. Yeah, we refuse. Uh-huh. Yeah, so what just we thought... Point blank refuse. Yeah, we're just not doing it. Um, so what we thought we'd do is we're going to make the guests say it. Okay, well... Are you, are you up for it? Wasn't really in the contract. This is Jamali Maddox. This has been Extra Life. Game over. Oh, my God. Professional. Oh. I'm available for voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. That's going on my showreel. Oh, well, thank you very much, everyone, no, for listening. Thank you. It. Thank you so much. This has been Extra Life. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Extra Life Pod. Extra, Extra Life. life. With Ellie Gibson and Kaza McDonald. Produced by Joel Marks. Assistant producer Alex Hart. Music by Wayne Shepherd. Extra Life is a great big owl production. We've had some complaints from the various video game executives featured on this show, um, and we'd like to just make absolutely clear that uh, Ellie's voices do not represent the actual views of uh, any of the corporations mentioned. Oh, spoil sport. Uh. <laughs>